to The Reflect, a podcast featuring a unique introspection in each episode. In this episode, we are joined by Dr. Amin B. Saju, scholar-in-resident at the Simon Fraser University. Physical and social distancing are at the heart of isolation amid COVID-19. With the huge loss of the contact that drives secular and faith-based communities, yet Isolation has also given birth to the very idea of community. From Islam and Christianity to civil rights movements. In this episode, Dr. Saju asks, can we recognize the gift wrapped in the pandemic's curse? If there is a phrase that captures the moment we all find ourselves in, surely it's physical or social distancing. Even if you're a happy social introvert, Quite delighted that the current distancing puts you at a solid advantage because of how good you are at keeping to your own company. The big difference is that the isolation and quarantine are not choices. They're required, whether by law, by policy or ethical duty, in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, if we ask what's the opposite of isolation, what comes to mind, I think, is community. It may be secular, faith-based, but it's about breaking out of isolation into connection. We value this as the basis of society, culture, civilization. The individual's capacity to connect with and contribute to community is for us a mark of virtue and good citizenship. And yet, The strongest, largest, most enduring of communities, it turns out, are the result of isolation, whether voluntary or imposed. Isolation, I want to suggest, is both the opposite of, and also very often, the very thing that makes community happen. Think of the world's largest religion, Christianity. Christ, alone on the cross, feeling forsaken, and eventually giving rise to the global Christian communion. Think of the wandering Siddhartha Gautama, the Buddha, all alone, voluntarily, wandering in reflection and giving rise to the global Buddhist Sangha. Think of Muhammad, alone on Mount Hira, his self-isolation being the context in which during Ramadan, he receives the first of many private revelations that come to produce not just the Quran, but the worldwide Ummah. In the Quran, Muhammad is told, and God will protect you from the people. Surah Maida 567. We recite this in our daily prayers, and it captures the tension between being apart from and with the community. This is not a fleeting moment. Isolation is retained in the spiritual practices of all these communities. Separation is part of union. There are secular examples too. Think of social movements for equality and civil rights. Nelson Mandela in jail for 18 years on Robben Island in South Africa, a place once used as a leper colony or Martin Luther King, subjected to segregation, imprisonment, surveillance, all this desolation leading to collective bonding and a whole language 
of solidarity that becomes not just national, but global. Not surprisingly, the word isolation comes from the Latin word insula, meaning island. One of the great stories we have about the quality that isolation can have, about how it can show us to be a better tradition or civilization is a Muslim story about a desert island. Many of you will know about it. Hayy ibn Yaqzan, that 12th century fable by the Maghrabi physician and thinker Ibn Tufayl. A boy grows up with no human contact on an Indian Ocean island, where observation, learning, reflection, meditation, finally wisdom, evolve from the interaction between his mind and spirit on the one hand, and his natural surroundings on the other. Eventually, he travels from his isolated spot to a busy and developed place where he shares his insights with the community. In due course, and after much resistance, these insights become part of the esoteric tradition, not only of Islam, but also of Judaism and Christianity, when Ibn Tafayl's story is translated. In fact, through Daniel Defoe's Robinson Crusoe, it even becomes part of secular wisdom about isolation and civilization. Today, as we desperately search for an effective vaccine against COVID-19, the most optimistic news is about those working under ferocious safety protocols of isolation in laboratories, where the level of peril from a deadly virus is obvious. As with all epidemics and pandemics, success is defined as a vaccine that has maximum social uptake and produces herd immunity. In short, the communal herd depends for its survival and flourishing on what will come out of isolation. This kind of process is not as rare as you might think. Consider pilgrimage, the journey of the individual, welcoming being spiritually alone on the way to a symbolic spot of huge gathering. The self-isolation of the spirit, we learn, is what elevates the journey beyond the merely physical. The pilgrim is rather like the marathon runner who must use only the resources of self, of mind and body, on the way to entering a packed arena, in this case, an appreciative community of spectators that celebrates the finish after 42 lonely kilometers. Imagine the ecstasy of the runner, like the pilgrim, conquering the odds. So yes, isolation is the opposite of community. It's about being cut off from, fun, from one's usual associations and connections. But it can also be a necessary condition for community, giving life to the very idea of meaningful association. Without the emotional, spiritual, and intellectual resources fired up by isolation, could the greatest of communities have found their moral compass? There's an intriguing answer from the Senegalese philosopher Suleiman Diane, writing in the 2004 collection of essays, The Future of Values. Quote, spirituality is the art of distancing oneself from self from the dogmatism, 
that passionate conviction can engender. It is linked to tolerance because it teaches us to be receptive to the varied ways in which truth is mirrored in all things. So distancing for Diane is an art that can teach us a pluralist way of seeing and being in the world. If this is true, and I think it is, then the COVID-19 pandemic is one of those curses that also turns out to be quite a gift. For fresh episodes of The Reflect, visit our website at the.ismaili forward slash The Reflect. Did you know that Ismaili now has a podcast? You can find this series along with much more by searching for The Ismaili Podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Just subscribe for new episodes. Music